like a light bulb. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Now hear the tale of love is Three friends who took it victorial. All the songs that tell a story. It's the Story Song Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan Mackiner. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Welcome to our special holiday special. I said our special holiday special. It's a special (laughs) special. We're already off to a great start. (laughs) Um, This is our holiday special, and uh, we're doing one of these like funny, like obscure Christmas songs about like crazy reindeer. Uh. Uh, You guys probably don't know this one, but like true hipsters, you know, Mm -hmm. we- Cool people like us, we knew it. Uh, it's cuts. called Rudolph, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, <laughs> and it's about a reindeer who's got a red nose. I mean, could you imagine? Because reindeers oh have gosh. black noses. They so, do. I mean, come on. It's crazy. So uh, there's no. there's already, like, willing suspension of disbelief <laughs> yeah, right. Right. going into this <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah. Not um, the fact that reindeers fly and Santa Claus and all that stuff. No, it's sure, the nose sure. part. You really got to. The nose yeah, gets you. Gotta, you got to get past. Uh, no, obviously we're doing the very famous song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I think this is the oldest song that we've ever done. Re- yeah, I mean- 49? I, I don't want- well, How old is El Paso? I don't want- El Paso is 1959. Oh, never mind. So <laughs> yeah, by a decade. I mean, well, I mean, this is, yeah. Like, once you're on the other side of the 50s, uh, I don't know if we've ever gotten this far back, but um, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I do see here that, like, hit the charts, like, December 31st, 1949. So right. really just squeezing, like, <laughs> last second getting in in the 40s uh, before they turn into the 50s. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, Rachel, mm-hmm. um, let's let's do a perfunctory sure. uh, part of this. This is, this is a completely unnecessary <laughs> thing we're about to do. Yes. Um, it's, it's but, a part you know, of we've the got show. a format, and we're going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a part of the show. I don't know how to get around it, uh, but it is completely unnecessary. Rachel, tell the people at home <laughs> well, the, the story. holidays are all about tradition. <laughs> the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Well, you know Dasher Dancer. Prancer and Vixen. All those other I do not know them. Um, This is a a story, a song, about a young reindeer who has a bright red nose and is mocked Mm -hmm. by his peers. (laughs) You're going to say a bright future. (laughs) But it turns out he does does have a bright future. He doesn't know what he can do yet. Um, One day, uh, during a foggy Christmas Eve, Santa sees him, asks for his help, and he saves the day. Yeah. And everybody loves him. What day does he save? Christmas Day. Yeah. Saves Christmas. Saves Christmas. Oh, good. He saves the he saves the Christmas day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the whole story. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph. This song has an opening bit that isn't always there, right? Uh, but I believe it's in the Gene Audrey version, right? Yes, it's in the Gene Audrey version. Yes. So uh, he says, you know, Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Okay. And so- I don't understand. <laughs> yep. Let's say how it. How we. As a nation, are not constantly talking about how that makes no absolutely no sense, no sense whatsoever. If he's the most famous reindeer, if he's the most famous reindeer, then of course we recall we recall him. Do you recall the most famous reindeer? I don't recall Donner half the time, (laughs) and he's up there. So you know, do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Vixen, right? You're talking Vixen? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the definition of famous (laughs) is that you are well known. Yeah. Right. Right? So he's saying, you know these eight reindeer over here, Mm -hmm. but do you know the most well known reindeer? Yep. Well, then obviously, if I know the, the eight who are lesser known. Right. Wouldn't I definitely know the one who is the most known? That makes absolutely no sense and i have thought that <laughs> since i was like seven years old uh, where i was like wait a minute what hold on how does that work 
You just said he's the most famous, and then you're asking me if I recall him. Yes, obviously I would recall him if he is the most famous. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. Your parents just rolled their eyes. They rolled their eyes so hard when you were seven and just in the back of the car on the way to, like, grandma's house for Christmas. You're like, explain this to me. I'm not going anywhere until you explain to me how I cannot recall the most famous reindeer. (laughs) Turn off the radio. Turn off the radio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you guys know me... By seven, my parents were numb to that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They were like, that's oh, true. here he goes again. Yeah. Uh, I have a this question. This is all going to keep going downhill, I guess. Uh, a moment of your time, Gene Autry. Yes. <laughs> you know character actor Abe Vigoda, right? <laughs> I'm Everyone really excited that. to yeah. see where this is going. But have you heard of Tom Hanks? You, you probably have. I mean, we know Abe Vigoda. Everyone yeah. knows Abe. Mm-hmm. But have you heard of mm-hmm. Tom Cruise? Yeah. Because he's only Any the most the famous. Any of the Toms. Hanks, Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Lots of Toms. <laughs> and by, by the way, none of those other reindeer have their own song. No. Not that I know of. So No, I mean, certainly not a very famous one like this. Um, there's no. the Blitz and Shuffle. Is that a real thing? No, God, I wish it was. You could literally <laughs> say anything, and there's like a 50% chance that oh, somewhere it exists. That's true. I mean, that's true. You know how many Christmas songs have been written? I know they're mentioned. They're, they're, they're always together. That's the right. thing. You don't want to split them up. Now, listen. You, don't, you, you want to have the eight reindeer together. Right. Now, there is the movie, there is the movie Prancer about yes. Prancer the reindeer, which right. I think is, was a very strong choice. To go Prancer. <laughs> I don't know why, but man. Do you recall the least like... fam- famous reindeer of all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. That th- would be you know Prancer. That, that song, Rhythm is a Dancer, is that, <laughs> is that about the reindeer? Yep. Yep. And Donner almost froze to death and had to eat most of his family. I mean, we're, we're barely into the song. I got another problem, okay? Uh, and this is this is more of a outside of the textual problem because they are very clear on how this works. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Mm-hmm. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. Mm-hmm. So let's be clear here. The nose does not glow. Well, that's the it thing. It is so shiny that it looks like it glows. Why, you might even say that it glows, but it does not glow. But let me tell you- Because it is very, very shiny. Yes, please. Here's why it has to glow. Yeah. Because if it's foggy that Christmas Eve, Mm -hmm. for something Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. shiny, Mm -hmm. it needs something to be Mm -hmm. reflective Mm -hmm. on. So it needs the sun or the moonlight to be reflective. It has to glow from the inside. You're absolutely right. He needs an MRI or something. <laughs> like somebody put him in a CAT scan. Like, so here's the question though. But he's they say it's shiny. So is the nose? Act, are we supposed to be under the impression that the nose is actually glowing, or, or is that the people who wrote this song don't really understand how shiny works? That you that the light has to bounce off something shiny in order to, you know in order to be seen. That it doesn't have its own internal light. Also, red red is not it on its own is not you know shiny just because you have a red nose you know right I'm half well, I'm think- half Irish most of the part of my family has red noses <laughs> 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 wouldn't call them right. shiny or glowing I mean are we are we to believe that Rudolph just like carried a flashlight with him maybe he's yeah he thinks oh everybody's looking at my shiny nose well you're holding a, a light up to it if you weren't holding <laughs> right. that light up constantly Rudolph then nobody would notice it. Oh, don't look at my nose. Stop. Don't look Stop. at my nose. Stop. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't look at it. Don't. But do you see how Are I'm you... <laughs> pointing at it and I'm shining a light on it right now? But don't look at it, yeah. you guys. Yeah. Are you putting highlighter oh. on it? <laughs> no. No. That's just, a, it's a little bit of makeup. But it's, I'm not... no. But the, No, I don't like the like... attention. I hate the fame. I hate Ugh. it. No. No. Rud- Rudolph is such a drama queen. Ugh, so such annoying. a drama queen. You know what? You know, there's a classic thing you only... Uh, that's only a negative when you're in high school. Drama queen? 
He's trying too hard. Oh. Right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't he trying he's too hard? Trying that, remember too that? Hard. That's the thing that would throw at people in high school. Like, I just feel like he's trying too hard. Yeah, and then you got the real world. You're like, oh, we all got to try it real hard because uh, <laughs> we're going to starve to death <laughs> and live on the streets and we're not trying. So I'm going to try it real tried. hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the only time in your life when you're just like, you shouldn't try very hard at something. <laughs> like, if you ask anybody, what is Rudolph known for, right? Had a very shiny nose, led Santa's sleigh. Excellent sense of direction, good listener. Yeah, save Christmas. But it's funny that the song is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, that's what they're leading with. Sure. Like, oh, he's a, he's a reindeer with a red nose. That's uh, not very exciting in terms of, you know, it should be like, Rudolph the shiny-nosed reindeer, or Rudolph the heroic reindeer, or whatever. Uh, but no, it's Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Right. Or how right. about Rudolph the accomplished children's books author? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how about that? He had dreams. He, he has a whole other life. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one night a year. The one, yeah. The one thing that he did once. How about how about Rudolph spends his Sundays feeding the homeless and yeah. making care packages for our troops? How about that, Rudolph? Huh? The red-nosed reindeer. Rudolph the reindeer with the nicest garden all the North Pole. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's in the springtime. That's more of a springtime song, but like... Right, right. right. Award-winning roses this reindeer has. I mean, look, I'm very proud of what I did that one Christmas Eve, but I got a lot else going on. Right, you know right. What I, mean? I retired right, right after that. It's it was not, yeah, one it's time. Not, in fact, it was, it's a small part of my life. You know, one day that everyone wants to talk about. Anyway, Man. I'm just going to shine this light on my nose and point at it. So, <laughs> guys, I don't want to talk about my nose. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about my He's nose. He's the Sully Sullenberger of, Ru- <laughs> of Reindeer. <laughs> Rudolph, what's happened? I'm taking it down. I'm taking it down to the Hudson. <laughs> All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. For what? For what? Because he got a red nose? Red nose. Or. Because he's different. Or is Rudolph kind of a jerk? Let's get into it. Because (laughs) maybe, like, I just can't imagine. Unless the North Pole is like a brutal place to live i mean just like horrible this is the one thing they're gonna pick on him for i mean like i get it it's doggy dog any that's what i'm saying though like i understand any difference gets pointed out but wouldn't you think the north pole would be like a pretty happy accepting place Mm. like this is one of the this is one of the most famous views we have of the north pole and it's like, it's just horrible. You have one tiny difference, and they're just brutally mocking you for it. I think, first of all, that is 100% our friendship. So I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> That's true. You, have one, That's... you make one mistake, or you have one difference, <laughs> and we will pounce. But yeah. it's, it's this whole the... podcast is about. <laughs> it's, but also, I mean, I think they're younger uh, reindeers. So it's like... It's like okay. being in 90210, except whatever the zip code is for the North Pole. Yeah, I believe it's zero. Jingle bell. Yeah, I mean, I think they are cruel. I mean, they're wild animals. Um, I guess that's true. I guess that is true. It's not the elves, right? And it's not Santa. No, it's the, it's the reindeer. They're wild animals, yeah. right? They can't be contained. No. And, and super clicky. Oh yeah, super. Oh cool. yeah, everyone oh, knows reindeer gosh. is super quick. Oh my gosh, the yeah, clickiest the of animals, I think. The worst. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Except for um, lions, pride. Really, you're a pride <laughs> of lions. All right, relax. Chill. Yeah, out. but it's called it's called a click of reindeer. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. Apparently, yeah. on Wednesdays they wear pink. So yeah, I was gonna say actually, uh, it, it's called the you can't sit here of reindeers. Um, <laughs> it's it's a long one, but uh, it's appropriate. So they used to laugh and call them names. And they never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. What Aww. are reindeer? Is it like the Goodwill games? What are reindeer games? Yeah. I think they're like Battle of the Network Stars. <laughs> oh, I think it's yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no. Uh, Just blitzing on a trapeze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What kind of games do they play? I mean, they play a little, you know, 
hopscotch, beer pong. I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, how many games could they? They don't have opposable thumbs. So that really yeah. shuts, really closed the door on a lot of games you could be playing, right? Um, I don't know. I'm really liking this Battle of the Network Stars, but I, I want it to be like classic 1970s Battle of the Network Stars. Oh, yeah. Right, like right. where you get the actual network stars to participate in the reindeer games. Battle of the Network Stars was literally just like, you know, they would do like relay races. It was and field stuff, day. And it was like, it was, yeah, yeah, it was field day. day. It was field day for celebrities. And like, poor like Vic Tayback is out there like <laughs> sucking down cigarettes. <laughs> yep. Trying to run like a 200 meter being like, I got it. I got to do that. I got to do this. Yep. If I don't do it, they're going to cancel Alice. So I got to do <laughs> right. it. But this is, this is not what I want to be doing. I'm like a random Sunday in the <laughs> Hollywood Hills. Now, does it get foggy? At the North Pole. Here's the second question: Was it was it foggy all over the world? Because I assume if he's going to every spot on the planet on any given Christmas day, somewhere it's got to be foggy. Right. 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 So is it just that he like was it a thing where like he couldn't? It was like ground control had grounded him, like he couldn't get out of the North that's, Pole. I think that's what and it is. Once yeah. He, yeah, I think it was. I once think he it was got above the cloud off. cover, he was fine. Yeah, yeah once he hit altitude. But no, once he for for takeoff, it was it was rough. You know, they're like, yeah. listen, unless you've got a glowing nose, we we're not yeah. letting you out of here, Santa. But the children <laughs> don't care, Santa. It's dangerous. At some point, was he like, I'm Santa. I'm going to do what I want. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. They got any songs about you? <laughs> ground control yes they do actually <laughs> <laughs> that's more about major tom anyway you're a All character right, so, in that song yeah so googling does it get foggy the north pole didn't bring up much but <laughs> it does seem like it's unlikely in the winter possibly it gets cloudy at the north pole when it's going from like when it's warming up for spring and summer but I don't know. This seems it, it, to me. it could have been a snow. First of all, there's two things. A, it could have been a snowstorm. So it was just it was overcast. It was like th there are clouds when there's a snowstorm and it snows in and the I North Pole. The other thing could be that Santa saw the way that Rudolph was being treated, felt mm. bad and mm. said, I don't know if I can go out in this weather. It's t this is too uh. foggy. I need somebody who has a nose that can lead the way. I like this a lot. Right? I Wouldn't like that be great? So what you're saying is, so this actually also helps the glowing nose problem. Mm -hmm. If Santa, he doesn't really need Rudolph. No. Right? He's He's been doing this for hundreds of years. He knows what's up. This isn't This isn't the first foggy night. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's a little all, foggy. All sorts of weather. It's a little foggy out, and Santa's like, oh, geez. Uh, I guess Christmas is canceled unless, and like points at Rudolph, unless there's someone who could help me. And Rudolph's like, me? What? And yeah, this is all a setup to help, for Santa Claus to help Rudolph. I like right. that a lot. Yeah, wouldn't that, that be makes, adorable? That makes Santa very nice. Because, okay, so I got a couple of things. <laughs> First of all, I feel, and this is, again, outside the song, so I'm not blaming the song. But I feel like every depiction of Rudolph, right, and this story, um, the most famous being the, the claymation special they show every year. Yes. But there's other ones as well. Mm -hmm. In every depiction, Rudolph's nose glows unquestionably. Okay, it's glowing. It is, it is it's a, not it shiny. A, it's glowing. Yeah. Like in the, in the claymation special- they stuck like a red Christmas light yeah. on the front <laughs> right. of that puppet. It is glowing. Yeah. The second thing is. Wait, puppet? <laughs> in pretty much every depiction, right? It is a horrible blizzard. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That they're going out into. It's not foggy. I'm probably mostly because like foggy is not very exciting, right? It's just like kind of foggy. Right. Um, like a swirling snowstorm is more exciting. But I think also everyone's just like, Foggy? Well, why would it be foggy? Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't it make sense at the North Pole to be a blizzard that they can't go out in and yeah. they can't see? Right? That would make more sense. Right, right. Um, so I think that part is always just disregarded by anyone who's like making anything to do with Rudolph. 
So, um, and it also that uh, the what you were saying about Santa Claus picking out Rudolph to make it feel better because that's another problem I've always had with this song. A very subtle thing is do these reindeer the brutally picking on Rudolph, right? Mm-hmm. Not letting him play the reindeer games, and Santa's just letting this happen. Yeah, I mean he can't be everywhere all all the time. So maybe he thinks that maybe they. You I don't know. know. Maybe he sees wait, you when on. you're sleeping. And he knows when you're awake. I was about to say, <laughs> wait, hold on. That's, Are you that's the whole point? Santa Claus, the person who's famous for being everywhere at once, can't be everywhere at once. Let me let me ask you a question. Okay. Who can he see? He sees human children. How many right, reindeer see, are getting true. Christmas got, gifts? Yeah. I guess that's true. You know? I guess that's true. He's, he, Still, there's I just so like much would... the man can do. <laughs> Maybe he just assumes that his reindeer would be well-behaved. Yes. He's like, I don't even have to check in on them. They're my reindeer. Oh. They're my eight best guys. And then <laughs> they're one- Santa's reindeer. Weird guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're representing the company right now. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, you know, there's Dasher and Danny and- um, <laughs> Prince Wolf and Wolf Blitzer and, uh, and Vicky and Wolf Blitzer. There's like a bunch of them. I don't know. I don't know. Vicky. Uh, <laughs> but Donnie, Jonathan, Jordan. That's the new kids. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Ringo. I always get you guys confused. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I, I do like that, though, that, that maybe he does see it. Yeah. And he, but he doesn't want to step in because that's going to make it worse. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, it's not going to make it worse. Yes. Yes. If the big boss Santa Claus comes and is like, you guys knock it off. So he's going to he's gonna artificially be like, oh, only Rudolph can save me and, uh, and right. save the day. And that's going to that's gonna help Rudolph's standings yep. in the reindeer community. Yes. Right? Also, we're going to want to put some lights on the front of the sled. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> It just has a slightly lighter nose. It's not. Well, it's also a question of. So, is this like a legend from long ago? Because if this is 1949, they have electric lights. Like you could, he can put electric lights on the front of his sleigh. Yeah, but, um, but for, well, so are we well, supposed to think this is like the 1600s? I mean, when this I don't. Is happening? I don't want to. I don't want to like you know get too much into the backstory. But the story yeah. of Rudolph is from 1939. So they. All right. And that is where when they Ru- still had electric lights. But and they ahead. still had electric lights. But I think Santa. Do you really want to see Santa with just like a couple of headlights and like a no. backup camera? No. <laughs> no. You want to see magic. He's like, I also got those floor mats that they fit to the front of your sleigh. It's like yeah. with lasers. They, I, I got those. He's like got the, those last Christmas. He's like the uncle who's like, I don't need a new car. I got yeah. my. It's a 1994 <laughs> Buick LeSabre. It works fine. I don't need a yeah. new car. But you don't even have any. I don't need a new car. I got one reindeer. Lights the way. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need headlights. I got a reindeer pulling it. He's got a very shiny nose. I don't need f- so. <laughs> I don't need fancy things like seatbelts and things like yeah. that. They they don't make cars like this anymore, or sleighs like this anymore. <laughs> they don't make sleighs like this anymore. This this sleigh's a classic. Ins- You're gonna you, you think they they put much this much this much detail into new sleighs? I've installed a shiny nosed reindeer. On the front of my 1994 Buick LeSabre. So, officer, <laughs> if you would please step away, I'm going to pull away from the curb. Why are you arresting? Please me? step away. Please step um, away, sir. I have rights. I I have been very clear. No, I don't have headlights. Do you see the reindeer that's attached to the hood of my car? <laughs> then how the reindeer loved it as they shouted out with glee. They said, Rudolph, you reindeer reindeer. That's one foggy Christmas Eve. That's one foggy Christmas Eve. (laughs) Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? To which Rudolph's like, get bent, old man. I'm not going out there. Kimmy's freezing out there. You haven't spoken to me since I moved here. (laughs) Why you got to point out my nose to all the other reindeer who are already making fun of it? Yeah, yeah. And Santa's like, oh, I see why no one likes you, Rudolph. Great. Nice. <laughs> Never mind. No presents for the kids, and it's all your fault, Rudolph. Are you happy now? You guys, well, hold on. Hold on. I'm calling the president. Yeah. Christmas is canceled because of Rudolph. <laughs> um, all right. I'll do it. Everyone boo. Everyone boo Rudolph. Boo. Wait, of course, he says he'll do it. Yes. Uh, oh, you know what, actually? It just occurs to me. It doesn't say that. No. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him. So I guess we're just supposed to, I mean, obviously we are, 
but we're just we just assume that he did it. Yes. There's and no and nowhere in the song does he say that he guided the sleigh. He's asked to do it. Yeah, it's and then the, we and then we jump to presumably it's already happened. Well, what we could interpret like just from the lyrics is that the reindeer loved him because Santa paid him any attention. Right. Yeah. Or the reindeer loved him because he, he told that fat old man off and was like, I ain't, I ain't got there's, nothing. There's a, there's a part of that story that's missing. And, and you know, some female reindeer was like, ooh, he's sexy. They, they, I like that's the way, the way he's so rebellious. They all have issues with father figures. Yeah. <laughs> You're not my dad. Or they just father hate, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Or they just hate their slave master, Rudolph, who forces, I mean, uh, Santa. Who forces them, who straps them to a sleigh and forces them to fly around the world uh, on a freezing cold night. They probably right, they work one night a year. I don't like to be yeah, so well. cynical. Yeah, but they're they're yeah. tr- practicing the rest of the time. They they're like trained. they're like yeah. Olympic athletes. But yeah. I I like to think they're of the, the best of the best, Michael. Yes. That's true. How dare you say they only work one <laughs> one day a year? I, they're working 365, uh, 24-7. Don't you worry about it. On those okay? delts. On those traps, they know <laughs> yeah. what's up. You know what I mean? They've got to be in exactly the perfect they're not, condition. They're not playing those reindeer games for fun. No. Okay? <laughs> they are training. Except hopscotch, right? because have you played hopscotch recently? It's oh, so, so fun. fun. Super fun. It's, so fun. And with four so four fun. feet on the ground, so fun. Oh, yeah. Um, so December 26th to, through December 23rd yeah. is like their off season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, it's preseason. Preseason, okay. yeah. Like it's you know it's oh there is training. no off season no there's no off season not for reindeer yeah absolutely not I like I no. mean I like to think of it as it is he's being called up to the big game and they're mm-hmm. all excited for that like you this is yeah. a huge honor and to lead the front of the sleigh team come on that's mm-hmm. huge that's huge. huge for this little reindeer yeah God bless him and his weird nose Rudy. <laughs> Sean Astin. Oh my God. Rudolph is Sandy from Greece. <laughs> Rudolph is Sandy from Greece? Yeah. What? He doesn't change everything he is for another reindeer because that's the story of Greece, Michael. He changes everything he is for santa no he doesn't he is exactly himself and santa appreciates him for who he is that is the opposite of the end of greece michael well they don't get into the costume change in the song (laughs) well they don't get anything so then because then all right won't you guy (laughs) my smoking a cigarette saying tell me about it santa (laughs) santa says you can't he says won't you guy my sleigh tonight (laughs) so so the climax the most important part of this story not mentioned, totally glossed over. Right. The whole hit, the whole part about him saving Christmas. There's literally nothing about it. Won't you guy my sleigh tonight? Jump to the end. Then how the reindeer loved him. Who's this reindeer? Never been mentioned before. What do you mean? Out of nowhere, suddenly there's a reindeer who loves him. No, no, then, they all they do. They all do. Then how the reindeer, the group of the reindeer, reindeer, the plural, the plural reindeer. reindeer, the plural of reindeer is reindeer. Guys, I got to go for a walk. Um, <laughs> Did we, just... we just ruined his, his childhood. <laughs> for this entire time, I thought that was a singular reindeer. Are you Rudolph. serious? You of thought course. there was just one reindeer that wound up falling in well, love I with him? Th- I just thought there was oh. some like girl reindeer who fell oh in love with him. I, I didn't know it was all the reindeer. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard, Dan. Aww. I think... I think- wow, my whole hold up, stop. My world is spinning. I this is this is all new information oh to me. Oh my god. Of course that was me. What am I an idiot? Of course that's what it means. No, I thought one reindeer fell in love with him. Oh my god. All right. Uh, all right. This is all great. Right. Well, I'm gonna hear about this for the next 20 years of my life. Yeah. You sure um, are. You sure yeah, are. Okay. I can't right, wait to so, tell your kids. So, so how the they <laughs> <laughs> have a, so collectively how the reindeer love. Yes. Them. Yeah, the ones that are All mentioned right. earlier in the story. All There's no right. unnamed reindeer. And as they shouted out with glee, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. Mm-hmm. No one will remember you, even though somehow you're the most famous. But you'll <laughs> right. also go down in history. Yes. Yes. 
How do you know? Well, this song. Yeah. Is that why we wrote the song about you? Yeah. We just sang it. Are you not listening? So here's the last thing I have to say. Okay. (laughs) There's another way to interpret this song, which is that the North Pole is an Ayn Randian dystopia. (laughs) (laughs) In which Rudolph is brutally mocked for his difference until the moment that he is shown that he can be useful. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it is only through his ability to be useful to the capitalist enterprise <laughs> that is the North Pole. Uh-huh. It is only then that he stop being a parasite and become someone who can be respected. Mm-hmm. Right? So just the fact that he exists as a reindeer is not enough. He needs to show that he has a material value beyond his mere existence before anyone cares about him yep. and accepts him. Thoughts? Woof. Is that not what Greece is about? <laughs> uh, well, happy holidays, I guess. Am I thinking I Greece guess. too? <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. You guys tell me I'm wrong. I mean... I don't. I don't know. I'd like to tell you you're wrong, but <laughs> let's go <laughs> you back. Some good points. Let's I don't go know. back to where we were making fun of you for thinking there was only one reindeer because <laughs> that made me feel better. I will. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I <laughs> think, can I say this? It is crap that there are certain animals that <laughs> you don't put an S on the end because that causes a lot of confusion. You guys causes a lot of confusion. Yeah, I'd okay? say at least one third of people are confused by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I, I will say this. I think. That's fine. No, you know what? Laugh and call me names. That's fine. <laughs> Exclude me from your games. It's fine. Uh, Someday Santa's going to notice me, okay? And I'll be on the team. I, I want to say this in Dan's defense. I think uh-huh. probably at some point you confused the song with the TV special. Yes. Because well, in the TV special, true. there is. The reindeer who falls in love with him. Clara. Clara? She thinks I'm cute. Yes. That is that is one thing. The other thing I was going to say, I, you're right on that. Um, the Christmas special, and we can talk about it briefly, based on this song. You guys watch it with fresh eyes this year because <laughs> it is nuts. Um, it's crazy. Santa Claus. Some of my f- some of my favorite characters. He is a great A a hole. He is. <laughs> he is. That's the true. Wor- he's the worst. It's true. Okay. So there's a point where he the- goes, "Oh, Rudolph, that nose." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 well, first of all, the elves come in to sing him a song, and he is literally like, "Ugh, this crap again." Like, <laughs> I mean, it's. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, at one point, like, Mrs. Claus just be like, please be nice. They're they're singing you a song. It's Christmas Eve. And he's like, oh, whatever. He is, like, such a jerk about it. And then the, the part that Rachel pointed out, that does not come at any old moment. That comes when they find, they thought Rudolph was dead, you guys. He went off into the snow. They thought he was gone forever. They just, he is rescued and they discover that he is okay. And Santa's like, oh, what's up, Rudolph? Oh, Rudolph. That knows. It's like 15 seconds ago, you thought he was dead. Right. Okay. And now you're, you're razzing about his nose. <laughs> and then he's like, ugh, that nose. Wait a minute. I could exploit you with that nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Come light, light my sleigh tonight. He is. The biggest jerk in that. And that's not even talking about all the other crazy stuff in that. Oh, it's nuts, though. But I, I got to tell yeah. you, I love that special. It is oh, just, I will watch it's it every year. Um, as a grown adult, I got as a gift the Abominable Snowman. It was, it's the best. Life I love size? It. Yep, life size. Yep, yep. He's just angry because he has a toothache. Aw. Yeah. And Hermes <laughs> and Hermie just wants to be a dentist. He wants to be a de- of all the things on earth to be Aww. a dentist. You are a magical elf, you lunatic. I am You get to live in the North Pole and make toys. 
Do that. Be happy with that. And why does he want to be a dentist? Just because he's the only one that has pupils? Is that why? <laughs> he's <laughs> different than everybody else. He's not he such different. a nitwit. You can't fire him. He quits. Great. Yeah. It's just so great. It's a great song. Um, anyway, not this song. This is the song no. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, That's true. But yeah, that is the None story. of that. None of that is in the song. No. Um, nope. But yeah. So, and then uh, Rudolph goes down in history. Mm-hmm. Or at least they think he will. They'll say, you'll go down in history. Yes. So And he did. Yeah. I mean, I mean we're talking about him today. We're talking right. about him, what is it, 70 years later? Um, yep. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, 1949. Anything else you want to say about this? Uh, n- No. <laughs> good. <laughs> it's a- Expanding universe. Um, I mean, obviously, if we're talking about snow- and ice, we gotta talk about wildfire. We gotta talk about <laughs> <Right>? wildfire. <laughs> I um, think every song is connected to wildfire. Is it possible that what he thought was wildfire running towards him was in fact Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> 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 yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he just saw that glowing nose, thought it was a horse, and was like, oh, here it comes. And then Rudolph's like, no, here's a... Uh, here, here's an almanac on how to properly farm right. and, uh, <laughs> for Christmas. Uh, and also, you, sh- you should get out of the cold. You should not be farming no. in the middle of a snowstorm. No. The owl um, in the tree was like, that's a reindeer, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, owl. Yep. <laughs> He's mocking me. Um, <laughs> I think also this might have been the same night as uh, Last Kiss. Um, I think it was a pretty <laughs> foggy night when they got caught on the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure, sure, sure. Santa yeah. and the reindeer went flying by and said, "We can't help them; they're on their own." <laughs> Santa just yelled, "Let the ring go!" <laughs> I'll get a, I'll get yeah. you a new ring. I can get anything I want out of my sack. <laughs> it's Christmas. You might get a new ring. <laughs> I was desperately trying to connect Rocket Man to this, but I can't. <laughs> I miss the North Pole so much. Uh, all right, cool. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the history of this song with uh, story behind the story. So. Uh, We'll be right back. Welcome. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Welcome, travelers, to the mundane and the arcane, a 5e D&D podcast. I'm Matt, the Dungeon Master, for our new campaign. Uh, I'm Deacon Bishop, and uh, I like to party. I'm Grognag Vegan Smith, and I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm Zenko, and I cast Guiding Light. Come join our party as they explore the river town of Tristolin, fight threats like magical crabs, and rob stores such as bards and nobles. We release bi-weekly. Now, everyone, I'd like you to roll initiative. All right, and we're back. It's time for Story Behind the Story on Rudolph. Yes. The Red-Nosed Reindeer. So, Rachel, fill us in. So, um, the the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was uh, written by Johnny Marks, and the 
original version was recorded by Gene Autry, and it was released in, on September 1st, 1949. We're going to talk about the song, but we really can't talk about the song until we talk about the, um, the origins of Rudolph. So we're going to mm. talk a little bit about the book that started it all off. So the, the song is based on a 1939 story, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, by Robert L. Huh? What'd you say? By Ayn Rand. By Ayn Rand. No. <laughs> yep. uh, it's based on the 1939 story uh, by Robert L. May, who was Marx's brother-in-law. May wrote the book as a promotion for Montgomery Ward department stores. In previous years, many department stores, Gimbel's, Macy's, Montgomery Ward's, mm. they would give away little things for the holidays as uh, you know, incentives, promotions for their shoppers. Montgomery Ward had been purchasing and giving away coloring books. And finally, they were like, we got to do this in-house. This is costing too much money. So they asked the marketing department for an original story. And May was the one who was given the assignment. And when he came back with the idea for Rudolph, apparently his boss responded with, can't you come up with anything better? <laughs> yeah. And he said, I'll show you. <laughs> but uh, there's also a great, there's a lot of things about the history of it, but you see all the different like names that he was coming up with. One of them is Reginald. Imagine if he was Reginald the, Rudolph, the, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, it'd be adorable. So he came up with this story of a sort of an ugly duckling kind of story of the this reindeer but it took a while for him to write and during the writing of rudolph may's wife evelyn actually passed away from cancer so it was a very difficult time for him his boss at montgomery ward offered to take rudolph the rudolph project off his plate to which may replied i need rudolph more now than ever which wow. oh my gosh <laughs> right <laughs> oh my gosh so the story was a hit and 2.4 million copies were initially distributed at, at Montgomery Ward. But shortly after, we got into a war. And uh, so there was a paper restriction. So they didn't do those promotions anymore. But right after the war in 1946, they gave out another 3.6 million copies. So uh, a wow. lot of distribution. I wonder, did, that, did any of those still exist? Oh, I'm sure. In like archives okay. somewhere, right? Um, well, I was just saying, I mean, they gave away, what, almost $5 million Yeah, they've got to be so. somewhere. Um, Someone somewhere has got to have a, an original. Yeah, there's a great, um, and we'll, we'll like, may, maybe on our website or something, we'll put up a, a couple of links. There's a great NPR article about it, and it has a link to the original manuscript for the story. The story, which is much longer than the song, there's a lot more involved. <laughs> and in the story, Rudolph is a little young reindeer. Uh, mm -hmm. and he is picked on and so on, but he's Santa sort of comes to him cause he's giving out gifts to the reindeers, uh, to the reindeer and he can't see him. Then he sees this nose and he brings him up and, you know, and takes him away. Rudolph writes a note to his mom and dad. It's adorable. Um, it's also written. Does he go to Rydell high? <laughs> no, Michael, he does Michael, not. You gotta let this let go. It go. I'm not letting it's it not go. Grease. Does this doesn't um, <laughs> like it's not even a little it doesn't work at all not at all uh like you are so far off the mark on geez, this louise that I, I rudolph couldn't find it with it's, his nose that's how far out of the mark uh, you are. it's all maybe i'm thinking of saturday night fever anyway back to the story of rudolph in 1947 may was a single father um kind of down on his luck and didn't know what he was going to do he didn't own the rights to rudolph but montgomery ward's president at the time sewell avery cared so much for may that he gave him 100 percent of the copyright to the poem to do what he wanted with it wow which is amazing right it's like a christmas miracle so may instantly looked for a distributor for the book to sell and it went on to be a bestseller before the song, in 1948, before the song was uh, written, there actually was a Max Fleischer cartoon of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer without the song. It was just the story that Mace had made. Um, and that was the first time that you saw Rudolph on the, as the character on the big screen. Oh. But in 1948, Johnny Marks wrote uh, the words and music for an adaptation of Rudolph. May approached him because it was his brother-in-law and said, hey, let's make, a, let's make this into a song. And he did. Uh, Mark said about writing the song, I thought about it for a while and sat down to write a song about it. That song was easily one of the worst songs ever written. Then about a year later, I was walking down the street when a new melody came to me. It's the only time that ever happened. And I have to admit, it's a great melody. So he started off with, I guess, a different song and sat with it for a while. And it became this classic that we have today. As Dan was saying, they did add the opening, uh, the Dasher Dancer situation 
from the <laughs> that's, situation. That's what yeah. it's called, the Dasher Dancer situation. Um, but he added it, paraphrasing a visit from St. Nicholas, but it is in the song. So it's in, it should be in every song because it's, it right. should be in every version of the song because it is the song. Um, it wasn't added by Gene Autry. The song itself was first introduced on the radio by Harry Brannan in November of 1948. You don't need to know much about Harry Brannan. He was on the radio in 1948. That's all you need to know. <laughs> hey, Harry. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I mean, hey, it, it, hey, hey, guess who's not going down in history? You. <laughs> Harry Brannan. All right? I the feel know bad. nothing about you. He introduced some songs to people over the radio. He would take songs and, you know, he would sing them so that more people could hear them. But, you know. This is probably the most famous thing that he did. Marx shopped this song around to a lot of the popular vocalists uh, of the day, including Bing Crosby, Dinah Shore, and Perry Como, all of who passed. Perry Como mm. said he would do it if he was allowed to change the lyrics, to which Marx said, who do you think you are? He didn't say that, but I'm sure he said something like that. <laughs> <laughs> if he did, I think he'd reply, I'm Perry Como. Yeah. Give it to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to what I want. Did, what did he want to change the lyrics? To? I don't know. They didn't say. I don't think they got that mm. far. Um, mm. I think it just, you know, you know, went off into the into the ether, I guess. Um, yeah. But it finally landed with Gene Autry. Gene Autry at the time was America's singing cowboy. He was a singer, actor, radio star, and rodeo star, but not really a rodeo star. And he was looking for a <laughs> okay. follow up to his hit record, Here Comes Santa Claus. And so everybody wanted to get in on the game. And so he had a bunch of submissions for new songs, new Christmas songs, because he became sort of the Christmas cowboy. And including, he got Rudolph from Marks and May. So he, at first, was very hesitant to do it. But his wife, Gene Autry's wife, Ina, uh, had a soft spot for this story and convinced him to record it. So he uh, recorded it in June of that year, and it was released September 1st. There's been many, many versions of this song, but Marx has always preferred Gene Autry's version, saying the great success of the Rudolph record was his perfect rendition of the song. Two-bar intro, ad-lib verse, solo chorus and tempo, 32-bar instrumental, and the last chorus with the pinafores. He's like, it's a love letter to Gene Autry. He just loved him. He said, what I sent you in 1949 <laughs> were ink dots on a piece of paper. You had to translate this into a sound, lyrically and musically, that people would like. How many great songs have been lost because of the wrong rendition? Rudolph soared to the top of the Billboard um, country and western and pop charts, uh, which was a first for Gene Autry. It did hit... Number one uh, on on the charts, December thirty first, nineteen forty nine. So the the last number one single of the forties. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, the first of the nineteen fifties, spanning two decades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, in the first year, Rudolph sold two copies, and over the next forty years, sold an estimated twenty five. Uh, sorry, two million copies, and over the next forty. Years, <laughs> <It's like two laughs> that would be so sad. What a what did it take to chart back then? <laughs> Not much. Oh, yeah. In the first yeah. year. So anyway, in the Hey, I bought a record. Well, I guess it's a number one song, right? Because I mean, you're only making one like what, seven records a year. So if oh, somebody bought gosh. one, it's a hit. I don't like this. Hey, remember when Dan thought there was only one reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, forget it's, about that part. Remember when Rachel forgot a word? Let's all talk about that. It's number one on the Billboard chart. I, William Board. <laughs> <laughs> bought this one record <laughs> anyway over 40 years it sold an estimated 25 million copies gene autry sang the song during his live rodeo shows complete with a man in a rudolph costume with a light-up nose which was provided by johnny marks continuing the bromance between marks so and gene autry <laughs> Did he just provide the costume or he was in the costume? No, he just provided the costume. He oh, wasn't even in it. That's weird. What is this guy? This guy does everything. He writes songs. He makes <laughs> costumes. Man, oh, man. I don't know if he made the costume. I think he just paid for oh, the costume. But, um, well, but still. Yeah. But if you get a chance, there's uh, there are some photos of the costume and Gene Autry, mm -hmm. and it's terrifying. Um, because it's the 1940s <laughs> slash 50s, yeah. and every costume is terrifying. It's, it it's like those Easter long... Bunny costumes that... Uh... Yeah. yeah, right, right. Or the old Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse costumes. <laughs> the first Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Yeah, it took them a long time to figure out how to not make those things. Oh, like, good gravy. The stuff of nightmares. Oh, man, <laughs> it's insane. a nightmare. That and dolls 
Oh, man. I just went to the Museum of the Moving Image, and they have these Bugs Bunny dolls that are just, they, they're, they're terrifying. They give you nightmares. Rudolph was the second best-selling single of all time until the 80s behind White Christmas. Autry's version re-entered the Billboard Hot 100s in December of 2018 at number 36, 70, nearly 70 wow. years after it first charted, and peaked at number 27 the week ending December 22nd, 2018. Uh, yeah. Because we all needed to believe again at that time. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, true. And so that's why. There are many versions of this song. Some of them, just some of them, are there's a Destiny's Child version. The Temptations did it. The Jackson 5 did it. Paul McCartney did something called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reggae, which is an abomination. Uh, I don't like that. Um, It's Paul McCartney, and he can do whatever he wants. It's true. It's an instrumental. No, 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 disagree. It's not Rudolph. It's not Red-Nosed, and I can certainly tell you it's not reggae. Um, I don't know what it is. Here's the thing. Paul McCartney is unquestionably a genius. He He is inimpeachable. However... He does not have a filter. No. Because he has put out, he has written and recorded some of the most beautiful, artistically significant songs in history, and he has put out some unbelievable crap. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying this is it. I'm just saying you can't immediately trust him. That's all I'm saying. Right. I, have you heard Temporary Secretary? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Everyone go on YouTube right now and listen to Temporary Secretary. We'll wait. Mr. Marks, could you send her quick? Cause my regular has been getting sick. I need a temporary, secretary, temporary. You're going to be gobsmacked that that's Paul McCartney. Jeez Louise. Anyway, go on. I mean, do you want to say something about his silly love songs? Oh my god! No, I like silly love songs. No, that's what that's John Lennon said. Uh, that's that's yeah. what inspired silly love songs. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, well, I mean, John John Lennon's a whole other subject. Yeah, but guys, listen, we uh, have five at least five hundred more versions to get through, so we got to keep going. <laughs> okay, sorry. No. Um, sorry, sorry. Let's talk about each one individually, please. <laughs> Crystal Gale did a version. Tiny Tim did a version. Mm-hmm. Daniel Johnston. Hold on, hold on. Tiny I got Tim. Lo- yeah, I got a lot to say about Tiny Tim. Okay, so. <laughs> Sit back, everybody. Uh, I don't. You don't. Ella Fitzgerald, Anne Murray, Smashing Pumpkins, Mm. Marty Robbins, one of our favorites, John Denver, Chicago, Mm. The Mm. Brady Bunch, Merle Haggard, Ray Charles, George Strait, Helen Reddy, Mm. and one of my favorites, DMX, the rapper DMX. been recorded roughly 500 times with all the cover sales being about 150 million copies worldwide there's one there's a a misheard lyric all of the other reindeer many people misheard it as olive the other reindeer which led to the creation of its own character olive the other reindeer which is a dog who thinks that she's a reindeer. And it's been featured in books, and even she even has her own Christmas special. When Gene Autry put out those two singles, one of the things that the record company did was they put the records in very bright, uh, colorful, cartoon-like um, sleeves. It was a marketing ploy so that kids would see it and instantly want it, almost as if it was a coloring book or something like that. And it was one of those one of those first like big marketing ploys on how to use record sleeves to to actually sell the record. And I've 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 seen those the covers of the singles. Yeah. It, the the artwork is really cool. It's really cool. It's really neat. And it's and it's vibrant and it would catch your eye. Yeah. There's definitely it would yeah. catch your eye. So he had But it's it's definitely like that 40s style illustration. Yeah. It's super cool. Anyway, a little bit about Johnny Marks. He was born on November 10th, 1909 in Mount Vernon, New York. To and I say this because this is this is true of a lot of the classic Christmas songs is he was born to a Jewish family. Most of mm. your favorite Christmas songs were written by Jewish songwriters. Some of them probably written by Johnny Marks, including Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, which was recorded in 1958 by Brenda Lee, A Holly Jolly Christmas in 1964, which was made famous by Burl Ives, Silver and Gold in 64, made famous by Burl Ives. Such a good song. Yes. I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day in 1956, which was based on a poem by Longfellow, uh, and it was made famous by Bing Crosby, and Run Rudolph Run, which you might know as Run Run Rudolph, 
that was recorded in 1958 by Chuck Berry. Wait, so he so he wrote Run Run Rudolph? Yep. I had no idea. You're blowing my mind. I mean, first I of all, he had a niche that he, he held on to. Did he write it for Chuck Berry or it just existed and Chuck Berry recorded it? No, as far as I could tell, he wrote it for Chuck Berry. That's crazy. Yeah, he wrote it for Chuck Berry. But um, wow, yeah, I mean. Wow, I didn't know that. Li- now listen, Holly Jolly Christmas and Silver and Gold are from the from Rankin the, Bass, the, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer television film. But I mean, Rocking yeah. Around the Christmas Tree, I Heard the Bills on Christmas Day. I mean, he did. He had this niche. I mean, and there are those certain people who have a sense of what will tug at the heartstrings or what will get you in that holiday spirit. I don't know if it's mm. that they just know how to work with bells or what, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's true. Um, this was yeah. his niche. Um, this, this, you know, the, he wrote these Christmas standards and he also composed the entire score for the classic 64 Rankin Bass Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer television film. I will tell you, wow. th- I know, I will tell you this. I did not do research on the Rankin Bass Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer television film because mm. I'm obsessed with it. And this would be a yeah. three hour podcast <laughs> because it's the rank. The whole Rankin Bass thing is amazing. Um, and there's just too much to even go into. So, but he did, he composed the score for the classic 64 Rankin Bass television film. And that's crazy. I mean, it never occurred to me that the people involved with the original Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer would, were involved with the, with the cartoon. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's not, I mean, I, I don't know why it didn't occur. Like, it makes sense in when you think about sure. it. But yeah, I just, I mean, I assumed, you know, that everyone involved was long dead right, by the time right. the cartoon well, had come around. Yeah. But, I mean, Rudolph is one of those characters that you think, how old is this character? Is this folklore? What old. is this? But it's, yeah. it's, uh, it was a marketing ploy. And right. the interesting thing too, is that it, it did, it changed so much through the years. I think that, um, when Robert L. Mays wrote it, it was this story of kind of of a ch- of a small reindeer who was this outcast small reindeer who found his way, found a way to feel to to feel special and to feel, uh, you know, that he was he was worthy. And the whole the whole story it's it's long. It has nothing to do with the Rankin Bass special. That story is completely different. The only thing that's right. in it that's the same is what Marx took and like sort of uh, made down into this into this song. Well, it's interesting. I mean, the 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 other Christmas songs that you mentioned have all also become standards and yes. have thousands of recordings. Like, yeah, I mean, he he wrote some incredible stuff. And Robert L. May, I mean, his story is just so heartbreaking. Uh, like the story behind making the book of Rudolph. He passed away, I think, in 1979. But that whole time, he was still reaping the benefits of Rudolph. And uh, mm. it was, it's great. And that's it. That's the story. That's partially the story behind Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, that was very good. Thank you, Rachel. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's about the lesson, the holiday lesson we learned uh, from this song with Lessons Learned. Hey guys, it's Dan. You know, my love of music goes beyond just story songs. And this year I listened to one new album every week and I put together the best songs I heard on my best of 2019 playlist. You can find it on our Spotify page at Story Song Podcast, all one word, or find the link on our Twitter feed at Story underscore song. Check it out and maybe you'll find some great new songs. And let me know if there's any great songs I might have missed. And while you're at it, you can check out our playlist of story songs that we've covered on the show. So go to Story Song Podcast on Spotify. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the new year. All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, let's start with Rachel. Rachel, what, uh, what did you learn from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Here's what I learned. You, um, if you're traveling, there's a lot of travel over the holidays. Um, you need to be prepared for emergencies. So in the back of your car, always keep an extra spare tire and an extra spare animal of any sort that has a glowing (laughs) nose in case your lights go out. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a reindeer. It could be a badger. It could be, you know, it could be a moose. It depends on the type of car. If you have an SUV, it could be a moose. But you, you got you have to be prepared, you yeah. have to be. Just, but make sure they have a bright 
glowing notes. Bright right? glowing, yeah. glowing yeah. notes. And if they've and been it, shunned by the rest the of their community, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just go go find any like place where animals are. Look for the outcasts. Right, uh, right. The, <laughs> Check the out one their that noses. No one's, yeah, no one's talking to. See if they have a shiny nose. Put them in the back of your car. Uh, because flares are too dangerous, you guys. That's flares all. are dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It's true. It's true. Makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> I'll just say what I learned is before you say something out loud, <laughs> check on uh, the whether or not a word is plural. And because it's, it's, gonna, it's <laughs> I mean, this is just like an overall. This is for everybody. This is like a general yeah. rule. Just, um, you know, because you, you just might feel real dumb. And um, you also might realize you, you've been thinking the wrong thing for like, you know, 35 years. So just, just be real, just be real, just double check on whether or not a word is plural. Cause you cause they sneak in those guys, they sneak in a couple, uh, that make it tough. So someone was, somewhere yeah. decided that certain animals, you know, uh, either you're, 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 you're changing, uh, vowels in the middle you know or you're you adding ends on the end to to some of them or some of them you're just not even doing anything to you're just supposed to know <laughs> like how are you supposed to know i don't know how you're supposed to know but you're just supposed to know so fine fine just just be careful i'll I'm say saying. this for the sake of all of uh listeners for the sake of all your friends out there i hope you never learn that lesson because yeah. it's a delight yeah <laughs> <laughs> makes for a good episode it sure does uh michael I, learned, I hate you all and Michael, what'd you learn? <laughs> I learned that it's really important to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. But it is so much more important if everybody else does. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. That's the story. And that's really where your self-worth should come from. It's and true. the most important thing is if Santa believes in you. Yes. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, I learned that Grease is a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas right. movie. It's not even close to She's not even. It mentioned. happens at the end of the school year. In December. No. It was a, it was a half term. No, it wasn't. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, uh, oh, we should say happy holidays. Yes, happy yes. holidays. Right. Uh, whatever you celebrate. Uh, I hope you're having a good yes. one. Yes. A uh, quick programming note. We are going to take a little time off in January. Uh, just to recharge the old podcasting battery. So uh, we're planning to release two classic episodes in January, uh, and then we'll be back in start of February with with a, a new episode. So definitely look out for that. You know, if you guys are like hungover uh, <laughs> after New Year's and stuff for and the month. Yep. One, yeah. Well, you know, you, you never know what you're gonna get up to. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we'll have like I said, two classic episodes. Uh, that'll be that'll be good for for the start of. The, of uh you guys. Oh, don't say it. You don't guys. say it. The start of a new oh, decade. No. New decade. Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna start a new year and a new decade by <laughs> releasing some old episodes. Yeah, yeah. Ring yeah. in the new year we're gonna, with some old we're episodes. Look back. <laughs> but if you haven't heard them yet, they're new to it's you. True. Until then, I'm Dan McInery. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you'll go down in history. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Okay, ready? Hold on. I have to spray my cat. I'm ready. Stop. Okay. That makes sense. She's you have to what? Those, those two things, those two things she, definitely follow. She won't stop. You have no, to spray, spray your cat? her with Spr compressed spray. air because she won't shut the hell up. Why don't you get a real pet like a dog? <laughs> Shush. <But> anyway. <laughs>
Okay, ready? <laughs> Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.